I know you grew up with two moms. Like, can you talk about the experience of like growing up with two moms? It was awesome. Like there was never really a moment where I like felt like I was missing something. I think the only reason I felt like I was missing something is because there wasn't enough representation of like families that look like mine. Hello, gays and other company. It's me, your host, Eric Cedeno, a.k.a. Rico Taquito on the internet. And welcome back to another episode of Gay and Afraid, the podcast where we are putting camp back in camping. Every episode, I sit down with an amazing new guest who may or may not be gay, but is always afraid. And we talk about all things under the homosexual sun. This week, we will be talking about self-love, acceptance, and so much more. I am joined by an amazing guest with a beautiful soul. We have the wonderful, the gorgeous, the hilarious, Hunter Kaimi. Hello. Nailed the pronunciation, by the way. That was, yeah, that was perfect. I did a good job. You did okay. an amazing job. I was practicing his last name. You look beautiful today. Thank you so much. You as well. I saw you. I told you you're the first like person from the internet that I've ever met yeah. in real life, which is super cool for me. And I was very, very nervous. And I'm really happy to be here. So No, I'm... Should we hold hands? I think we should. Hold one second. <laughs> we both have big hair. We do. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. Let's do it. Because like you used to have long hair. I did. And then you chopped. It was like nip length. And then nip I... Length. Yeah. And then I was like, <laughs> I had full, just straight up Britney Spears moment. It was just like, let's just take it yeah. off. And, and it was fun. It was fun for like a week. And then I realized... I no longer had my like safety net. And so yeah. then I was really upset by it. But no, one time I got my hair cut and I like literally was so, so sad when I I had long hair before, like it was a little bit shorter than this and they cut it like uh, undercut with a little bit left on top. And I called my boyfriend crying and he laughed at me. <laughs> <laughs> I had a green mohawk for a couple years as well. Really? I've gone through like all the phases. I went through like Justin Bieber. I had a man bun, but like not like wet, like a couple years ago when it was all long, I had the bun. That was yeah. fine. I had like the really gross man bun where it was really short on the sides. And just oh. it looked like when you're trying to tie like a trash bag, but you don't have enough bag. <laughs> and I had that like it was it was rough, but that's how I go to the gym. I have like a little top knot. Really? And well, like, cause my, uh, my head overheats, and if I put um, it all in a ponytail, I look like an idiot. I look really <laughs> straight when I go to the gym, like, really? cause I go, yeah, I go like baseball hat. I'll go like backwards. Oh, like, you're yeah. like really straight. Yeah, no, it's 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 kind of a it's a moment, but I'm always in like little shorts and a tank top. And I'm like, I know they know. Well, I like, went. <laughs> <laughs> I know they know. I went one time and I have these shorts that are kind of tighter, and like I was like doing like uh, squats with them or something, and like I was looking in the mirror at myself as I do, and I did a squat, and they just rode so, so far, far up. up. Yeah, I was like oh, I should maybe change. <laughs> like I go to a gym that's pretty straight. Yeah. And the straight people are so intense. Really? They'll be on a they'll be on a machine for thirty minutes. I'm like, you have nowhere to be. I, I mean, I like I keep it moving, and like I, I, I recently like I'm on a TTA program right now, so like I am very strict. Since what is TTA? Tits, tummy, ass. So like oh. I'm like on a pretty strict. You're on like, your BBL shit. I really am. So <laughs> it's like it's like squats, flies, and then the tummy portion. I actually don't do any core. I just eat like a lot of food because like I used to be like super skinny like I was like 120 pounds for like four or five years I gained like no weight and so now like recently within the past couple years I finally like filled out yeah and I finally have a tummy and I love it it's so great and so like I make some TikToks and I just look like you know, I've seen I have my pregnant era. So, and so anyway, and so I go to the gym and like, I used to go and was like strictly like, I want six pack. I want this, whatever. And I found myself just comparing myself to everybody and yeah. was like really like unmotivated and I wasn't having fun. And so now this time I was like, I, my, my only goal is like, just get stronger. So every time oh, I go, okay. if I do like one thing and I'm like, I'm tired, I want to go. Like I'll leave after being there for like 30 seconds, but I'm like, I did one thing and that's okay. So, and I've noticed like so much more like improvement. So. 
That's good. Yeah. I feel like that's the best way to take care of yourself is whatever makes you feel better. 100%. Whatever makes you feel good. Because, oh my God, the last time I went to the gym, it was because my, <laughs> my toilet broke. <laughs> my toilet broke. And I was texting like my management and like emailing and no one was getting back to me. So I literally got dressed up in gym clothes. Just to go take a shit at the gym? <laughs> Just to go take a shit. <laughs> and I walked around like I was like, oh, maybe I should work out. And then I left. <laughs> Where's like the weirdest place you've ever taken a shit before? I don't know. I mean, probably like, porta potties are always a bad time. Porta yeah. potties are always like just a terrible time. I used to work at this summer camp, and this little girl like stole a phone out of like one of the counselors' like back pockets and ran to the porta potty and like spiked it into the, oh. into the blue. Yeah, oh, and my awful. mom, badass woman, just reaches straight <gasps> in there and grabs it. Just raw dogged the the phone in this in this porta porta john. So wow, yeah, that is. Strength. Shout that, out lesbians. I don't, I don't have the strength like that. Yeah. That is stronger than I'll ever be. No, there's no way. There's so many things that she, oh my God. When I was a kid, she told me that she was like, yeah, when you were congested, like as a baby, I would just like suck your boogers out and spit it out. And I was like, okay, that's the end of the episode. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for having me. This is actually so much fun. Um, yeah. Oh, but like, but moms have to do so much gross shit that like, yeah. yeah. And you you have two moms. I have two moms. I was raised by lesbians, which I was actually just talking about this with them last night because one of my moms is um identifies as non-binary now and is transitioning. Oh, okay. And so then I was like I keep calling them lesbians because that's what I've grown up. I like I was just like, "Oh, I have two yeah. moms, whatever." And now within like the past like year or two, there's like this kind of shift. And so I'm like finding myself having to like adjust my language. Oh, but yeah. yeah, so they they have raised me. I think they did a decent job, but like they're amazing i love that's them. so cool yeah. i feel like that's so atypical like no i don't know anyone who has yeah no, my upbringing was like unique there was definitely yeah it was interesting i but saw the tiktok where you kind of like ran through it like you were talking about i like your, speed ran my upbringing yeah, yeah. it was like a, it was like a minute and a half tiktok or something and i was like you just did i just learned so much about you <laughs> <laughs> well one of my favorite like first date questions was like tell me your whole life story in five minutes and that's a really good one because you see oh. people like on the spot like that pressure but i was talking with my my stepmom last night and i was like just got to their house before i was going to the airport and i was laying down and they're like so what podcast are you doing i was like oh it's my friend eric's I'm like what's it called i go gay and afraid and my stepmom literally is like why are you going on it <laughs> and i was like because i'm a, a queer man and they go but you have a girlfriend and i go uh-huh. <laughs> and they're like, do queer men have girlfriends? I go, they can. And and they were like, oh, this is interesting. I'm learning so much. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, you are a non-binary person. <laughs> like, used to be with a man. We're in a lesbian relationship. Now pansexual relationship. And it's like, the last person that should be like, getting with the program yeah. is them. But my parents, like, it took me a really long time to like, figure out my sexuality. Because growing up, they told my sister and I that like, only women can be bisexual and if a man's bisexual, he's just gay and like isn't like ready to come out yet. I feel like that's what society really thought. Exactly. I and th like I think there was kind of a change in recent years. But like I kind of internalized that and spent like years just like being like pushing those feelings. Yeah. Down, you know what I mean? And then realizing like, oh, no, it's it's more than that. There is a spectrum. And then kind of fully embracing that. But like so, you know, even even still having gay parents, like there was there yeah. was that level of like needing to kind of come around to the self-acceptance portion of this. So, yeah. And you're like you like I love that you love yourself so much. I feel I like try. you just know who you are. 
I guess so. Whenever I see people on the internet who really fucking know who they are, they're like my favorite type of creator. Yeah. Like I feel like I always say Brittany Broski. I feel like she knows exactly who the f she is. Yeah. And, and is that, very unapologetically herself as well. Yeah. That yeah. bitch is crazy. I love her. <laughs> yeah. She's hilarious. I've yeah. always said like my my goal with social media, like I don't necessarily have like a follower count or anything. Like that's not like there's never been a goal. My like only goal is I just want if I meet someone and they know me from TikTok, I want them to be like, oh, you're like exactly how I thought you were. Like, I want to just yeah. be like myself because my worst fear is meeting someone and having them be like, oh, you're a lot different than I thought you were. That's oh. my least like I, I would hate to have that happen. Oh, yeah. That's I feel like that's how people come up to me. I'm exactly exactly who you expect me to be. Yeah, no, I literally like I was changing and I like heard your voice and I was literally like at ease. I was like, oh, he's the same. But like, yeah, no worries. Imagine if I was a giant bitch. Well, I am. Well, <laughs> I did have that thought. I was like, what if he's just like a total asshole and just like straight up just diva the whole time? But like I've seen your like friends only post and like I feel like friends only posts are a pretty good way, a good oh, yeah. indicator to tell like if a person on TikTok is like, you know, yeah. a normal person or whatever. Yeah. Or if they're just like dropping like a character or a facade. But it's pretty easy, I feel like, tell. No, yeah. I'm like really bad at doing the friends only posts regularly. I do it like every three or four months. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I just like do my little check in. Yeah. Like, it's usually if I like something going on or like I'm going through like trauma. I'm like, hey guys, I'm not going to be on here for a little bit. But did you ever, oh, you totally did. Did you ever post on Instagram when you were in like middle school and you're like, taking a break from Instagram? Here's my number if you need to contact me. I never did that. You didn't? I've never. Like, put, like taking a break from inter the internet and like told everyone, I'm like, okay. guys, I'm stepping away. Because I did. I have this one joke that it's like, it's always the craziest bitches who are like, I'm taking a break from the internet. Don't reach out. Yeah. And I'm like, I never did that. I was like, bitch, you need more than a break from the internet. You need a psychoanalysis. Like yeah. You need an intervention. Like you, <laughs> you, need, need, intervention. you, need, you need a therapist <laughs> and a T-Mobile flip phone. Like you need no, to get like, off of, yeah. But I, I always joke like that's like the type of person who's always taking a break from social media. But yeah. I don't know. I feel like, I mean, I take breaks from social media. Even if it doesn't feel like it, I'll like have drafts saved and I'll like post, but I'm not like yep. reading all the comments, looking at everything. Like, I think it's so important too. That, that, that's like my mental, mental state needs. Yeah. Like, especially this year, I used to be like the first year I was on TikTok, I posted two or three times a day, every day. I'm like, I was crazy. Yeah. Like, do you remember, do was there a, a specific moment for you where like you posted a video and then I like started getting views and you're like, oh my God, this could be like a thing. I never thought it was going to be like a thing. Yeah. But I did. I remember the first video I posted that like went somewhere and I was like, oh my God, I've, no one's ever liked me like this yeah. before. Like I was like, this is crazy. And so that was, uh, that was like a big shock. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, just keep posting. And I just kept posting like dumb shit, funny stories, yeah. things I wanted to post. And now it's just gotten, it's spiraled. It's terrible. Yeah. It's like awful content all the time. Yeah. I honestly, this is a little crazy. I like watch my own videos. Oh, love that. And like, I'll laugh at them. And like, oh. I, I won't like post something unless I don't think it's funny. Like if I watch something and I'm like, Girl, you ate. Like, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna post something that I don't genuinely like want to do. And I think that's the reason I'm very like particular with the things that I do post. And it may seem like a lot of it's just shit posting, like no. it's just random stuff. But it is. I'm like, I'm gonna wear my shirt that says "Ask me about my butthole" and go 0.5. And like, yeah. I'm gonna make those videos because I think they're funny. If they get five likes, I don't care because I like want to do it. I post things. I'm like, so I they like genuinely make me laugh out loud. And then people are like, I didn't get it. I'm like, it wasn't. <laughs> I was like, it wasn't even for you. It's it was the like worst. For me. Yeah. But I, I like, this is crazy. I'm going to sound like a crazy person. But if I ever feel bad at myself, I like look myself up in the search bar and then I watch my top videos. I'm like, oh my God, he's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, 
<laughs> like actually, but I feel like that's when I'm. It's like 3 a.m. and I can't sleep, and I'm yeah. like, I'm like spiraling about something on the internet that like I have no control over, and then I like go and look at my old videos that I'm like, I really thought, and I was like, oh my god, I'm, I'm like just being myself. I'm not doing anything right. crazy. I'm not like pretending. I'm not like holding up a facade. I'm not like gonna get caught in the act of right. not being my because it's all me. So it's. I'm glad I'm proud of all the things. I've, oh, 100. Yeah. Can I say the most delusional thing that I do? Yeah. I check. You know, in TikTok, you can like filter like mentions, comments, or whatever. Yeah. I will filter like the mentions section. And I'll check it every single day, waiting for somebody to make like a sexy slow mo edit of me of all of like my like thirst trap videos. That. I'm like, I'm waiting for the day that I check it. I'm like, oh, what? oh my god. You and then it's that. just me like to <laughs> like some like Trey song song or something or whatever, just cap. like slow. Oh, yeah, if someone wa- out there wants to make a cap cut edit of me, I won't be mad. No, I one time someone made a cap cut edit of me and they added in a random guy with a mustache that wasn't me. And I was so hurt. <laughs> I was like, you guys couldn't even just make it all about me. You had to add a random guy. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> well, do you get that where people like tag you and they're like, oh, this kind of looks like Eric? Do you get people that do that? Yeah, it's any Hispanic guy, semi Hispanic tan guy who has a mustache yep i got a cat one time someone literally <laughs> it was a like orange tabby or something and it was like why does this kind of look like hunter cutting me and can i tell you the worst part about it, it that did. shit looked exactly like me <laughs> like i spitting image but i get it all the time where it's just like a blonde male with like some facial hair and it's like uh i think this was you i'm like i hate those that comments is so but. funny i'll get like random straight guys they're like, Ugh. this is the straight version of Rico Tiquito. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, no, it's not. It doesn't look similar. Yeah. Uh, but if he has glasses and a mustache and dark hair, I'm like, oh, oh they think it's, it's the triple good. threat. Yeah. Yeah. If you have more, it's like a little checklist. If you have more than a few things, people tag you. Yeah. I started having a mustache before I feel like the big, at the beginning of the mustache revolution. Mm. So now more and more people I feel like have more. Because yours looks really good. Yours is like very like well kept. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I've like learned how to maintain it's it. It's an art. Better. You have a great facial hair. Thank you. You, you always have a beard, right? I, I most of the time have a beard. I actually, the like a week ago, I told my girlfriend, I was like, I'm going on Eric's podcast. I'm going to shave a mustache. And she was like, I actually don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> and so I did it, but I, I like trimmed down like my, the, the, my beard. Like I just trimmed it shorter and I kept the mustache like kind of longer yeah. and it grows so quick. And so within like a couple days, it's like curling in my lip and I'm oh like, my yeah, gosh. I can't do it. So no, yeah. I keep mine really high and tight, yeah. like short. And like, I used to have it where I just can't do the over the lip thing for me. No. That's like too the much. whole like Freddie Mercury look. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a I lot. Mean, it's like a definitely its own little vibe, but mm-hmm. it's just not for me. Yeah. I like my neck. <laughs> did you ever i mean you had some some rough hair phases did you ever have like rough facial hair like eras where you're like i'm gonna go mutton chops for the day i i it's either been a mustache or like a beard mm. but like the first time i had a mustache i was blonde which i wasn't even blonde it was yellow yeah and like i'm familiar we, yeah we know let put the picture on the camera put the picture on the screen they're like <laughs> as if everyone hasn't seen it already like a hundred times i like how some days i just want to i want that picture to be my whole personality so i'll just yeah. like bring it up and people are like please stop just set it as your like profile picture and just leave it i know i should you've I had sh- the same like profile picture for a really long time i feel I like i don't want to change it I i've had either. it since the beginning i haven't and the worst part is it's like a, a guy i don't talk to anymore is in the profile picture and his that's like, why his it's eye. like kind of cropped yeah well yeah is this, a, <laughs> is this an exclusive? Is this a gay and afraid exclusive? It's a gay, gay and afraid exclusive. It's a guy I don't talk to anymore. That we, I took that picture and I was like, I look so beautiful. I can't believe he was in it. I so know. I cropped him half out of it. 
He's nice. Yeah. Love you. Love you, babe. <laughs> no, I, I like, but I don't want to change it. I yeah. feel like it's, it's like. It's who you are. Yeah. I'm like, I don't care. Like, yeah. I don't care to change it. I'm like, if I really change my appearance, if I get rid of the mustache and or something, like maybe one day I'll update it. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm just like, it's just, it is what it is. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you ever have like weird, like what's your weirdest fan interaction with someone that came up to you? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I know you from TikTok. Oh, drunk girls. Mm. I was at, there are drunk girls. And like, you can be drunk and a girl and come up to me. I will happily <laughs> hug you. But if you are like obliterated and you can't talk, yeah. you're like, nah. I was at Pride this weekend. I was at WeHo Pride. Oh my God. There was the drunkest girl I've ever met in my life. And she's like, you're so sexy. <laughs> she was reaching over the couch and like, you just come sit with that. I couldn't even hear her. I was like, what? And then she was like, she's like, and then she spilled her drink all over her friend. <laughs> and he was like, what the f <laughs> And I like ran away. <laughs> oh my God. One time I was at Gov Ball and this group of girls who I think they were really, really drunk. They screamed like, ah, like didn't even say my name or anything. Yeah. They just screamed and like ran towards me. And I mean, my friend, my friend put her arms up like she was my bodyguard. Oh my she God. Was like, <laughs> she was like protecting me. She was trying to save my life. And then they walked away. They were like, oh <laughs> it was like really crazy. It was like, really, but like, what's the craziest thing that's happened to you? I've had some weird ones. I mean, definitely like there's like one popular gay bar in Bellingham. It's called Rumors. And like oh, okay. we go there like pretty often. And like nine out of 10 times when we go, like someone's saying something. And like my least favorite one is like, oh my God, are you that guy from TikTok? That's kind of annoying because it's like, <laughs> I have a name, yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? But I also get like, I don't want to assume that everybody just knows my name <laughs> kind of thing. But like, are you that guy? It's just kind of weird. And it's like oh. the only thing. But oh. I had this one guy, I was, it was a Halloween night and I was dressed as a sexy painter. And so I had like overalls with like no shirt on or whatever. And like all my tattoos out. And this like guy comes up to me and he goes like, whispers in my ears like, do you like boys? <laughs> and I was like, I mean, yeah, but like, uh, I, I have a girlfriend. He goes, oh, do you want to kiss a little? And he like starts like, like, I, cause I know shirt. So he's like rubbing like uh, under underneath. my, like my overalls. And yeah, he was kind of a vibe, but, um, I, <laughs> he was kind of a vibe. He was. And so, no, I mean, that's like, I, I get some funny ones. I get like a lot of rude people for sure. That just like is very like entitled kind of thing. And that's yeah. kind of frustrating, but overall, like, I think I have a very supportive, like community, yeah, very yeah. supportive following. People love so you. most of the time, like I was at this bar one time and they were doing a trivia night and like they announced the winners and like the second place team, they announced it. They're like, and in second place, Hunter's biggest fans. And they were like sitting right next to me. Aww. And I like look over, they're like, 
That is so funny. That was really cute. And so like I have a lot of like really wholesome ones where people like give me shit. So Oh yeah. People are really nice. People are really like, nice. We're talking about the bad ones. I have so many good ones. People oh, like, come up to me and they're so sweet. Because the I'm bad like, ones stand out more. Yeah. But like there's like most of all that this this one person literally carried around a bottle of mead, like the like wine honey yeah. or whatever, or honey wine. Yeah. They carried it around because they know that I really like honey. And so they're like, Oh, I've been waiting to run into you. I have a bottle of mead in my car for you. And I was like, I'll follow you out, not remembering the like danger is yeah. Yeah. And so like they just gave me this bottle of alcohol and I just left. It was awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, that was the coolest thing. My favorite type of one is like they won't even say where they know me from. They're like, hey, you just make me really happy. And I'm like mm. so glad you're you do what you do. Or like they'll just say it like in such a way that's like they don't have any questions. They just want to say something. And yeah. Away. Oh, I'm like, that hey, you so... have great style. Like I just want to say like I really like your positivity yeah. or whatever. Those those are those so are amazing. I love sweet. Those. I like today this or this weekend when I was at Pride, this um person walked, walked past me i was at like a restaurant we were sitting like out in the front where you can like walk past us like yeah and this person goes you're on tiktok and i was like yeah and they're like okay and then walked away <laughs> <laughs> i think people just like that like recognition like they just want like you to know that they know you know what they i didn't mean? say oh i love like, didn't say anything positive they were just facts like yeah. okay I had this one guy. Oh, this is like kind of sad. But like I was at Value Village shopping for like clothes for like my grandma's funeral. And I was going through it. Like I have like headphones on. I'm like having a really hard time. And this guy comes up to me. He goes, do you make a TikTok? And I take my headphone. I was like, what? He goes, have you made a TikTok? And I go, what are you trying to ask me? (laughs) And he was like, are you on TikTok? I go, yes. And he goes, yo, can I get a picture? And before he gave us that, I was like, look, dude, my grandma just died. I'm not interested in talking to you. And before he could even get his like, oh, I'm so, I just headphone back in. I was Uh, like, I'm not even. And so I do find that there's sometimes where if I'm like, not feeling social, I have that hard time of being and like, yeah, it can be hard. How do I tell people like, hey, I actually don't want to talk to you right now. I'm on a date with my girlfriend. I'm with my family or whatever. Like, I don't really want to do this. But I think that's just like part of it. So I've heard people make TikToks about me on the subway. And I'm like, what? Like, they're like, there he is. And I'm like, what? That's wild. It's really that's the weirdest part. Do you feel like having two prominent women like raise you allowed you to just like be more in touch with your feelings as a man and then like I guess love yourself more you know what I mean yeah no absolutely I think and because I have a sister as well who like 100% like helped raise me even though she's younger than me like she was you know my best friend for years and was like you know did an amazing job at like supporting me or whatever and yeah so I think having um being being in a house of of all women and having that kind of energy did make me feel very comfortable and I think now I gravitate towards women especially queer women in like friendships and stuff like I feel much more comfortable being able to talk to women about like stuff and like when I was like first kind of figuring out my sexuality and stuff when I lived in Seattle like I like, didn't really tell anybody I wasn't really like open about it and it was only until after I I moved where I was like okay I can start fresh and like find my new group of friends but 100% like I think you know my dad definitely didn't do a great job at supporting me and so yeah. like that there was that like okay I have this kind of internalized homophobia or whatever yeah. and now having like two moms kind of helped balance it out but I think if I didn't have either one like the the balance would definitely been a lot different but it 100% played a huge factor and like I get yeah. people that ask me too like a lot of like um, lesbian women or, or queer women will like message me and be mm-hmm. like hey like my wife and I are gonna have kids and like or want to have my girlfriend and I want to have kids I know you grew up with two moms. Like, can you talk about the experience of like growing up with two moms? It was awesome. Like there was never really a moment where I like felt like I was missing something. I think the only reason I felt like I was missing something is because there wasn't enough representation of like families that look like mine. Yeah. So my sister and I were like, 
we're, we we thought that we were missing something because every movie or TV show we saw had like a mom and a dad or yeah. whatever. And so I think that kind of instilled this sense of like um, longing for for this this yeah. missing puzzle piece. But it was like once I grew up, I realized like no, I well yeah, find, like, so. I think that's representation in general is oh one hundred percent important. And like you know when I think about the gay people I saw on TV, yeah. It was such a caricature of like a typical gay person. It was like it was like a really gay person. Yeah, like Kurt from Glee, kind of gay. Kurt like it was Glee. like it was like that was so, like the person that was yeah. like the gay person you saw on TV yeah. was Kurt from Glee. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have other gay family members or you just you? Um, my mom has uh, a gay cousin, like lesbian cousins, mm-hmm. um, but I don't have like male gay like other family members that I really they're hard to come by. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I like I don't have a huge. Like, I don't have a ton of cousins. I feel yeah. like a lot of Hispanic people, like Latino people, have, like, huge families. Like, they're just... Same like, with Filipinos. Yeah, Filipinos yeah. and Latinos are just same thing, different font. Like, yeah. it's really, like, <laughs> it's like copy and paste. But um, my family loves me. Yeah, my, that's good. My, and my grandparents are really Catholic. And I'm st- I play words with friends with my grandma every day. And, Do like, you? We call, I call her. Like, like we're just, just, like, love me so much. And yeah. I'm so lucky because it's so easy for like someone to grow up Catholic and oh, yeah. just hear hear something and think that they have to be a certain way. Yeah, because there's that level of like ignorance too of like, it wasn't like as common, like now kids growing up, like yeah. that representation's everywhere. So they're like more aware, yeah. you know? But like growing up in that time period, like you hear gay, you have no idea. Yeah. Like what, how do you how do interact with that kind of person or anything? Yeah. So. You also said a little bit like you like had to move away to kind of find yourself yeah. and be the most yourself you could be. I think that's such a thing. Like I feel when you grow up in a certain uh, place, you kind of confine yourself to the boxes of 100%. what that who who you are in that place. So I feel a lot of people move away. Like a lot of gay people move away specifically to like find themselves and to be a new person somewhere else. That was New York for me. That was New York. Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy that you picked New York of all places. You didn't pick Omaha. Omaha. That wasn't like on the list. <laughs> but um, what was that city? For? It wasn't Bellingham for you or? So no. So I, I grew up in Seattle and mm-hmm. I, I went to went to college at University of Washington and worked in Seattle. Like I like that's like where I grew up. Yeah. And I lived in the same house since I was like four years old. The same house that my, my mom and I moved in after two weeks of knowing my stepmom. Mm-hmm. And then uh we, you know, I, I lived in that house until I was like 20, 20 years old, maybe 21. And then I was like, I have to leave. And I, what I found myself was like, I think this also ties into the self-acceptance was I didn't have a whole lot of like self-love or self-acceptance or confidence even. And I think I was putting on like that kind of character that I was really confident. Mm-hmm. And I was just doing that to kind of mirror the people I was around. So I never yeah. felt like I was myself. I felt like I was just kind of like different versions of myself to like blend in with each like group of people. And I was like, I can't keep doing this anymore. So I moved and was like, I'm going to have a completely new group of friends and I'm going to start by like just being a hundred percent myself unapologetically, like be authentically me. And the people that I gravitate towards, I know are going to be so much like stronger and deeper connections rather than these people that I'm like kind of half-assing it with, you know? And I, now I have the most amazing group of friends. I have the most amazing girlfriend. And like, I have this community now that I just couldn't imagine my life without. So yeah, that's so good. I feel like that's kind of how I am in New York. Like, yeah. yeah, I found my people there. And 100%. It makes me happy. Would you ever move anywhere else? Yeah, I was thinking about moving to LA a little bit because my friend moved here. But mm. do you think about moving to LA? No, or? I hate it here. You hate it here? Yeah, well, it's like, it's okay. <laughs> I just like, 
I went here one time a couple months ago. Sorry, no offense to the people that are uh, from okay. LA. I just, I like went here a couple months ago. My fr- my cousin took me shopping and like every story we went into, like I'm so used to people in like Pacific Northwest being like overly nice. Yeah. Where like you walk in, they're like, hey, welcome in. Is there anything I can help you find? And like I walked into a store and they just like looked at me and just like walked hey, away. I was like, they, they really acknowledge you here. I mean, What's like, that about? I don't know what's going on. Like, it's so weird. It's a definitely... Um, like there's an arrogance to people who work here sometimes. I'm yeah. Like, what? But that's in New York too. Yeah. I like, it just depends. It's in Seattle as well, but Seattle is there. Have you ever heard of like the Seattle freeze? No. Seattle freeze is basically like the best way I can sum it up is like when you meet someone and you're like, oh my God, let's totally hang out sometime. Like I miss you, whatever. And then you never talk to them again. That's mm. kind of the Seattle freeze. So it's so hard to make genuine friends in Seattle because you oh. meet someone and then they're like a totally different person and then they leave. Like, hate that person like that's oh, so many people and so i feel false. like i feel like it's kind of like fake nice we're in new york at least they'll like up front be like rude to you yeah. seattle they'll like up front be really nice to you but in the back of their mind they're like super rude i feel like that's kind of like southern hospitality southern hospitality is a little false but i feel like people are genuinely a little bit nicer in the south like yeah I, i've never been to the south i've like the furthest south i've been maybe oh, i went to florida florida is its own thing florida florida is so scary it's questionable it's like the <laughs> asshole of the country it's rough it's like it's well parts, li- parts of florida it's the olympic of the nation yeah it's i like i've been to boston i've been to dc and i love i love the east coast like i have some family over there like yeah my family's from oahu as well so like i yeah. like, go there and so like that's obviously amazing i would never personally live there but like there's so many places that i like absolutely love and love to visit would you ever move to new york not for you no i like <laughs> i like having more than a closet to live in personally. I like I was like looking at new apartments to move into and I was like, my budget, I was like, okay, I'll make it a little bit higher. I, I was like, okay, this is terrible. Yeah. This is, all the options are bad. I've never I've never gone to New York, so I think that's part of it. And oh, so, you haven't? Yeah. So I think I think there is definitely a, a like a part of me that's like being a little ignorant to being like, well, I've never even been. So Man, how can yeah. I say? And like, but I just I don't know. I see like so many videos and stuff, and I'm like, I don't get the appeal. Like it's just it's there's just like a vibe yeah. to it that like that's there's definitely a certain energy in New York that is yeah. so funny. They're like the real New Yorkers. They are so loud and so aggressive, but they're like, they're kind, but they're not nice. Mm. Like they would like, they will tell you the honest truth and they'll like, maybe if you need help, they might help you. Like, but like, right. they're not like necessarily mean. They're just like upfront. Yeah. I don't know. I used to work at an advertising and we had this strategist and she was so New York. She had the coolest braids, like these sick glasses. She always had the best outfit and shoes on. And she had like the like real New York accent. And one time I showed her my idea and she's like, no, that shit. <laughs> and she's like, what have you tried? Like, and then she was trying to help They're me. They're honest like, though. But she was like, she was like, yo, that looks like shit. And the difference of the people in Seattle, they'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's like, it's okay. And then in the back of the mind, like that, that shit. No. Yeah. I would see. so much rather that like upfront. My stepmom's from like Jersey, New York area. So like I did grow up with a, a parent figure who has that kind of like tough East coast kind yeah. of, you know, pizzazz to him. Mm-hmm. And like, it was scary. Cause I'd have friends come over and they're like, dude, I don't think your mom likes me very much. And I'm like, why? And they're like, well, they just yelled at me. And I was like, no, they were just saying hi. They're like, yeah. they're just like, that's just how they are. So, <laughs> but I don't know. I definitely, I love, I love certain aspects of, of like, you know, the people as well of like, but I don't know, maybe I'll have to go. So yeah, you should go. I mean, like it's worth going. I feel like New York is a fun place to visit. Okay. So when I started doing my like 
I would call it my self-love journey. My <laughs> self-love journey. Yeah. Um, no, I used to like lie to myself all the time. I'd be like, I love myself. But I was just like saying things out loud. Like, and I would even like make jokes to my friends. Like, I'm so hot. Like being like just saying things out loud that I didn't necessarily believe to my core. Mm. Just doing that. I just like slowly but surely like put it in my head that yeah. that's like reality and i don't know I, I did you ever do anything like that like i i would just say things out loud that i wanted to be true i don't know if i say things out loud i give myself little kisses sometimes so like if i'm just like <laughs> sitting on the couch i'll just like oh i'll just like do that which is like i kind of have a moment with myself so i do that pretty often that's just like a little like you know but i honestly for me like i think a big part of like self-love and, and acceptance really came from tattoos. Oh, really? Like I, yeah, I find a lot of like reassurance and um, like a lot of my identity, I feel like stems from like having tattoos and being able to like tell stories with them as well. Oh, cool. And I used to be like very self-conscious because I, I said I was like super skinny. Yeah. So I had, I was very self-conscious about my arms. Like I was like, oh, I have noodle arms. Like I could never wear anything that's not like a long sleeve or anything like that. And when I started getting tattoos, I was like, oh, I want to show these off now. And so it kind of like forced me to like show more. Oh. And like, I used to hate wearing shorts because same thing, I had like really skinny legs. And I was like, oh. I can't wear anything up like above the knee. And now I'm like totally comfortable wearing like crop tops and shit. And like, yeah. so it, it was, it was a process. It only took like, 50 plus hours of just pain and a lot of money. We have sick tattoos. Thank you. I, like I, I really love my, it's honestly, I would say tattoo my, or like probably one of my favorite things about myself. That's cool. Yeah. That's good. So like, I'm like so scared of like permanence, I think. Mm. So like this, getting this was like a big deal for me and it's been so long and I'm like, I should, I want more, but then like, I don't know how to like, commit to yeah it. well i know, you know so many people that are like oh if you're gonna get a tattoo like you should set it as your lock screen for like six months and so then if you can look at it every single day and not get sick of it you can get i'm like that shit is dumb just get it like yeah. get whatever you want it doesn't matter nothing's permanent because we all die yeah that's true <laughs> um that was the right that was the right i meant to do the yay one but that's fine um but no i've literally like I, there's been a lot of them where like i was doing mushrooms and then i was like i kind of want this as a tattoo and then i literally texted my artist the next morning it was like do you have time next week and then just got it like i and but that's i so also cool. get that like that's not for everybody that that they do kind of need it, that time to whatever so i'm not like shitting on people if they want to take time to in Pick New York, em. if I find an artist that was like, okay, two, scheduling for two months away, I'm like, that's too much time for me to think about it. Yeah. Like, if it was like, oh, next week I have an opening, like, or like, yeah, like I could message them, they're like, oh, next week I'm coming. Yeah. And then I could pick something off the the sheet and then go. That That's how this one was. It was kind of really fast. Just walk in, just like, I want that. It was like, and I really love the artist, and I, I do illustration, and I feel like it's so fun to have little characters on Yeah. It. But um, why don't you design your own? Because then I designed it. And I have to be like, oh, yeah, I designed this one. Uh, I like, did this oh, one. Did my this sister one. designed this one, actually. That one's sick. Yeah, she, she my sister designed this one. That's so yeah. cool. So, Well, I'm glad. it's cool that you found that. And, like, that's, like, a something you, like, find joy in. You know? I feel like that's really cool. I want more tattoos. I'm just, like, so afraid of commit. Also, my parents put in my head that they're bad. Oh, yeah. They put, that like, my mom doesn't really like tattoos and i think that's like one thing that always holds me back my boyfriend has such cool tattoos really he has like all over his whole left arm and like and then he has like on his chest and on his leg he has a bunch of cool he, he's such a cool like style and he always goes for it. he has this really pretty blue one uh it's like flowers he got it for like a family member yeah apparently he got it when his arm was really skinny and he was like it was way bigger or something 
than he wanted it to be. So he right. was really sad. He sent a picture to his family. And the first thing his dad said was like, you need to start working out. <laughs> and I was like, it was the so, motivation. Yeah. And so he was like, why would you say that to me? And I just think that's so funny. Cause like now you're like, Oh, I was too skinny right. to show it off. Like that's how he felt. So my first tattoo is on the back of my leg. It's the earthbender symbol from avatar. The last that's airbender. So funny. And so I got it. Cause my, my cousin and I was like our favorite show. And so he was like, I'm going to get water. And my best friend was going to get fire. And this is on my 18th birthday. Yeah. And so they come over for my 18th birthday and we like picked a shop that we were going to go to. We already called for like, oh, you have walk-in appointment or whatever. And so we go upstairs to tell my mom and she was like, oh, like, what are you guys getting? And we show her the picture. We're like, oh, my friend's getting fire. My cousin's getting water and I'm getting the earthbender symbol. And my mom goes, well, there's a fourth symbol. Like, do you guys have anybody get that? We're like, no, we just have the three of us. My mom goes, it, I'll get it. So my mom got the the air symbol from Avatar on her foot, Aww. and just like she was such a gangster, she like it kind of hurt for a second, and she's just like, I just breathed in loving and acceptance and let out positive energy. And I go, what the f is wrong with you? She's a such a hippie. I literally, I don't want to say too much because like about them, but like I have like the coolest, just like hippie moms ever. Oh, like really? I feel like, which explains a lot about myself. Yeah. But like they definitely did a number in raising me and yeah. they did a great job. I, I think, no, but like no. they're, yeah, they're amazing. So now we're moving into our next segment, which is called Campfire Story Times, where we go a little bit deeper, and I'm going to re-explain why the podcast is named Gain Afraid. We're holding marshmallows on a stick, and we're roasting them over the very real fire in between us. Ooh. Um, but <laughs> um, when I was in Boy Scouts as a little boy, I was sitting around... The you already ate both. <laughs> I was going to say, am I allowed to do this? <laughs> no, that's fine. Oh. That's good. You can have mine, too, if you want. Okay. I... I um, I uh, I was sitting around the campfire and all the Boy Scouts turned to me and one of them was like, are you gay? And I was like, nothing. I was like caught in that moment and I was nothing but gay and afraid. It's like, I'm so proud of who I am now. Right. And I was just filled with nothing but fear back then. And right. it's like, I get to be the opposite now and I'm really proud of that. I'm proud of you. But do you have any moments in your life that you're, that someone has like asked you a question or something? It doesn't have to be traumatic, but like, it's like a moment you'll never forget, you know? Okay. So I was at a party. I was probably... 16 years maybe like maybe even 15 I definitely wasn't supposed to be at this party like it was like oh thank you it was like a, a girl that I had like previously dated who became turned out to be a lesbian I also have a track record of dating straight girls who become like after we break up become Me too. lesbians <laughs> I do I well, yeah how many do you have let's like let's One. keep count oh oh girl <laughs> I track her. I'm at like four. Like it's like well, a, the it's other, like a, the other one turned into like something I can't even describe. So uh, like, I also don't want to say turn into a lesbian because they were obviously all like always a lesbian. I think they just found out they're like, I actually don't like you. So, but I was at this party and uh, I, I was in the kitchen and there was this guy who was like in our friend group, or whatever. He's a couple years older than us. And like, I never was interested in him. Whatever. Like never even had any sort of like, a physical attraction or anything like that. And so I'm in the kitchen and I'm filling up a cup of water and I like turn and I like spill it. And I go, oh, f me. And he goes, please. And it was at that moment that I found something new about myself. And I really? literally sensed that moment. I was like, like the world stopped. Like that's a raven, like in my eyeball type. Oh like, my God. Pause. And I was like, what the f is this? And then I suppressed those feelings for a couple years. And then also, now I'm on a podcast. <laughs> but also um i don't know i just want to make clear that you're pansexual right? i'm pansexual yeah. okay yeah for yeah. those who don't know it's just like 
the way I describe it is I just like people for people. Yeah. Like I, it is, it has nothing to do with sexual orientation or um, gender identity. It's just like, if I like you as a person and, and we have that energy yeah. or whatever, that's all I need. That's what I was like. I was, But also I know that there's a term for people who are, I think it's, it's not pansexual, but it's like people who are attracted to people's like intellect. I feel like it's like you're attracted to like personalities and like energy, right? Mm, yeah. 100%. That's like, that's more it than like. Physical. Exactly. And that's like, I wasn't attracted to this guy at all. And he said that, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was that moment. See, I feel like I'm also attracted to, like, energies, too. Um, but I just like men, too. Yeah. <laughs> it was well, like, it was like, you know I'm what I mean? very picky with, with the people that I'm, like, interested in. <clears throat> and I've definitely had times where, like, I wasn't interested in somebody, and then they showed interest in me, and I'm like... You think I'm cute? Like I like I literally, if I'm not attracted to somebody and then I found out they're attracted to me, I'm instantly more attracted oh. to them. 100%. Like there's no sense of me that's like, oh, let's play hard to get. Let's, no, I'm like, oh, really? Like I just love the attention. So. <laughs> oh, I love attention. Wait, what's your sign? Do you know? Guess. But here's the thing. No, guess. Wait, what was the thing? Is it time I'll tell thing? you after. Just guess. Well, I feel like it was a hint. No, guess. <laughs> well, I've had a million Leos on the show. Okay. But I feel like you don't give me like Leo energy, but you could potentially. I don't know why. You're very talkative, and I like think you pull attention well. Mm -hmm. Is that is that a positive? That's a positive thing. But maybe you're a Pisces. I'm not a Pisces. You get two more guesses, but here's the rule: you can't say, "Ah, oh, I knew it" when I tell you. <laughs> I didn't know it. <laughs> I never know it. I never know it either. But I just I love the people that are like they guess and then they get it wrong and they guess like five times and then I tell them they're like, "I knew it." No, you didn't. You did not know it. So anyway, are you your Earth Earth sign? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, maybe a Libra. I am a Libra. Ah, I knew it. <laughs> um i don't i'm like not very like that was good that was, good. That was really good. good i'm not very astrologically inclined so i can't oh, me say neither. like i'm like oh i know these traits about you um so i honestly don't know what you are if every time an astrology girl comes up to me they're like i tell them i'm a virgo and i you're a virgo it doesn't make any sense my sister's a virgo yeah i mean like, so my mom i just don't feel like i had it doesn't add up like all my all my Virgo friends are like like super on top of things, always yeah. getting things done, and like I would not have like pegged you for that at all. No, he doesn't want to peg me, guys. <laughs> Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, now we're moving into our next segment, which is called Ghosted Stories. I asked my campers to submit some stories on a time when they were either ghosted or ghosted someone. 
and we are going to listen to them and rate them on a scale of one to ten, and we'll see how we feel. It's ten like goblins and ghouls, and one is like rainbows and butterflies kind of thing. Or like it's what's whatever like... you want it to be. Okay. I Up like to say ten out of ten scaries, but I don't know if that's good or bad. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so the first one is, I was ghosted by a guy who said he wouldn't date me because I was too young, but then proceeded to date my friend who was the same age as me. This is a scary <laughs> he didn't story. Like you. He just didn't like you, girl. I don't know what to tell you, but he like, didn't like you. Uh, I I think that's like a that's, that's like a, a five, five. I think it's a three because you're in denial. So it's like that's like more scary for you. I right? think they're living in reality. Really? Yeah, because they're like they didn't want me. Right? They got ghosted because... I think the dude just didn't... The dude just didn't like you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe you smelled or something. Could be. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like 3 out of 10 is good. I would say like 5 out of 10. 5 out of 10 is scary. Okay, now I see the Virgo. It's It's like, like, I like yours, but let's actually go mine. Um, I was like, okay. Okay, the next one is, I moved my boyfriend across the country for school. He stopped replying as soon as I left. I laugh about it now, but my parents even helped pay for stuff. It was wild. Okay, I know they've had trauma because the fact that they could laugh about it. Like, yeah. You know? Um, I feel like, well, once you're laughing, you're healed. Yeah, the the timeline between tragedy and comedy is five minutes. Yeah. I like to laugh about things that aren't funny. Yeah, it's, ru- it's a problem of mine. Yeah. Do you have, like, something that's, like, a guilty pleasure that you really shouldn't laugh at, but you do? Um, my friends in, from high school. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> no, I'm oh, not trying that to, bad. So like sometimes I'll Facebook, I'll look on Facebook at someone who was mean to me mm. and I'm like, your life is sadder than mine. Oh, yeah. Laugh. Yeah. That's but that's one. just me being cruel and evil because I won. Yeah. You know, this one, I would say maybe like a like a this one's maybe like a six. The guy mm. I ghosted tried to hold me. Wait, tried to get a hold of me via text, Instagram and be real. <laughs> and I literally moved to states. <laughs> <laughs> 10 10 I, out of 10 I support I support that yeah see when do you feel like ghosting is necessary mm, when you're done with them okay I have a very like fine line do you have like, like sp- specific pet peeves where you're like if you do this like don't. oh I don't have like hard icks like yeah. like when girls are like that was an ick I'm over him no nah, like, I never I was like he was nice to you yeah. that was your ick <laughs> he held the door oh. yeah I'm like ew I'm like no but mine is like once I decide I no longer want you in my life there's like no coming back. Yeah, there's I make like, that decision. I've done this in relationships where I like if I if I emotionally check out, gone. Yeah, it's done. gone. Done. It's just over. And like I think that it's healthy for me, but like I should probably express it. Yeah, but I'm getting I'm really better not. at it. Like I've definitely like now like that I'm in a more committed relationship. I'm like okay, I would never do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. The next one is I ghosted after I told him I was being haunted. <laughs> Psychosis is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> do you believe oh, in ghosts wait did they get ghosted i was gonna say i or maybe they got ghosted after they told him he was being haunted <laughs> would you ghost someone if they said they were being haunted no i would i don't want to be haunted i think it depends on the person yes if they were like hey like i think i got like a silly little goblin just running around my house i'd be like all right let's play with it you know let's have like a but i don't know if if someone was like Oh yeah, there's like a straight up exorcism happening in my house. Do you want to come over? I'd be like, no. They're do you absolutely believe not. in ghosts? I 100% do. I believe in ghosts. I think I do. I yeah. feel like ghosts are so scary. I like if there was like if I was in real life and I saw a little child ghost run past me, <laughs> that would scare me more than if I saw like a real woman. I'd be like a little <laughs> child. Do you know, like, you know what I mean? Like a, like a woman ghost? Oh, oh I, I, I thought you just like, like, a, like a woman. <laughs> 
they're just like you see a ghost. Not like a full you woman, a wo- like versus a full, a, a full woman ghost versus a child ghost. Like I'd be more scared of the child. Um, I, wait, wait. What do you think? What, what would you oh, yeah. rate that one? I give it a this. Oh, well, I think I do. I think it's a ten scale. out of ten. That is hilarious. Sure. We'll I'm getting ghosted because you were haunted. That is kind of funny. Psychosis That's kind of iconic. Imagine him like texting his boys, but like, yeah, dude, I couldn't couldn't hang. She had a freaking ghost in her house. Like, <laughs> that's a wild thing to accuse someone. That is so funny. Okay, the next one is I ghosted a guy I worked with at my first job because I found out he vaped. Girl, it's 2023. Everybody vapes. I'm not you a shouldn't. I'm not a vapor. But you wouldn't like ghost someone if yeah, they're like, I don't vape. Okay, I would if he's in the bathroom just like Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> like one of the ring guys. If he's doing one of those, immediately. <laughs> ten out of ten. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just like, do what you want to do. I feel like for all of these, if you like really like the person, you could look past these things. So all of these people obviously were not your soulmate. If you're like, they yeah. did one thing, so I ghosted them. It's like, okay. Would you ever ghost someone you like liked? Would you ever ghost? No. No. Yes, I have. But one hundred percent I have. One hundred percent. Yeah. I think about it. Not often, but like I think about it and I'm like, maybe I should have done something differently. And then I go, I'm going to do something else now. So. One more question. Yeah. If you were ghosted a friend that you didn't want to be friends I with anymore. I did. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I did. I have. They deserved it. I'm yeah. Supposed- yeah. Yeah. Have you ever ghosted a friend who deserved it? Or just a friend who didn't? <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question, actually. Maybe. No. Okay. Mine, she was a bitch. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think I wasn't at like the emotional, I wasn't emotionally mature enough to have a conversation to be like, Hey, let's like settle this conflict. And so yeah. instead I was just like, I, emotional security, uh, emotional maturity was not a thing. Yeah. That was, That's, like, that was a recent development. I think this is the end of our show. I had such a fun time with I had a really you. Good time. Um, there's, if there's anything you wanted to say to the camera, perhaps where to find you on social media or anything to look out for, please address the camera now. Thank you very much. Uh, I might come out with more merch in the near future, which will be exciting. Uh, you can find me across pretty much all platforms at Hunter Kaimi, K-A-I-M-I. You don't have to follow me if you want to. Fantastic. But that's pretty much it. I'm just like really happy to be here and like finally met an internet friend. So Woo-hoo! thank you. Thank you so much, campers, for sticking around for another episode. I love going camping with you all. You can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Rico Taquito. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, don't. Please follow, rate, and review Gay and Afraid wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to the Past Your Bedtime channel on YouTube for full video episodes. We'll see you next Tuesday, campers. Jesus Oh my God.